The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, my next guest went viral in 2020 with her fashion posts, workwear inspiration and styling tips. And when her uh, contract as an accountant in Dublin was finishing up, she took the plunge and decided to become a full-time fashion content creator. And she moved to London to do it. She's since amassed 280,000 followers between TikTok and Instagram. I'm joined in studio now by Emma McAvoy, chartered accountant and fashion content creator uh, known on socials as Emma Noodle. Emma yes, Noodle. Emma Good Noodle. morning. <laughs> Hi, Pat. Emma, it's a very interesting career path. And I'm always interested in people who pivot. Yeah. But uh, you, you had a contract three and a half years as a trainee accountant in Dublin. Yes. Okay, so what happened? So I went into chartered accountancy. I had done a Bachelor of Commerce and I was doing my Instagram at the time. I think I had about 13,000 people following when I was interviewing for the big four financial services. So okay, so were you doing the exams, the accountancy exams yes. and all that? Yeah, uh, lots of fun. Yeah. I'm sure lots of people are doing them still, but... Uh, no, it's very, um, it was just a natural follow on step for my course. And I always was interested in fashion. And I felt that, you know, fashion is a business so I could get in with my charity. So was that always at the end of uh, your yeah. mind somewhere? Yeah. That you might be maybe running a fashion company? Yeah, or even in a financial position. Like I was like, maybe I'll be CFO of some big fashion industry. But um it ended up going a different way. So it worked yeah. out anyway. Now, the, the pandemic had a little bit to do with it, I suspect. Yes. Yeah, well, I suppose I was at home and I was thinking about how I was really adding value because previously, I suppose I was posting pictures, but I'm not sure was I was anyone really learning anything from me. So I came on and spoke about workwear because I suppose that's what I was doing day in, day out. But but tell me just how you started posting to begin with. I mean, obviously, you like fashion and and you like to be up to the minute and spot the trends and so on. But um, when did you start posting and to what end? So I started posting while I was in college, just pictures, really. And then when it was lockdown, that's when I started coming on my stories and talking more. I suppose there was no noise, there was no distractions. I was also like a lot of the country, very bored, sitting at home doing nothing. So I'd go into my wardrobe and I'd come on and talk about workwear or talk about, you know, what I would wear on a first date or what I would wear to an interview. And it was kind of just like a bit of fun. And people seem to really like it. So it was a really positive experience for me. I just loved kind of speaking to the girls that were following me. And it felt like I was speaking to friends. So, yeah, it was just great fun. Yeah. And, it just and at that there. stage, your followers were relatively small in number. Yes. So it was kind of a quite a slow growth, I would say, throughout lockdown. And then when it came to around the middle of 2021, so I'd finished up my contract, I went off traveling to the for the summer and then by the end of 2021 I'd hit 100,000 and then I was like oh this is a bigger than what yeah. I kind of initially anticipated and I felt like the opportunity just came then so I had to kind of grab the bull by the horns essentially. Now uh, what is your thing uh, as Emma Noodle what what because uh, there are a number of fla- fashion bloggers and so on yeah. but you have your own niche. Yeah, well, I think for me, what my goal is, is for the girls following that they can create a wardrobe that they really love, but that's practical and that makes sense for their everyday routine. That's really what I wanted and that they can enjoy their wardrobe for what it is, using your clothes to instill confidence, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Now, you would do things like uh, there would be uh, something that would be a popular thing for uh, women to buy, say, a pair of trousers in Zara. Yes. And you take those trousers and dress them in an infinite number of ways. (laughs) 
Yeah, I actually had these Zara trousers in my wardrobe for, um, I think I was two years into my contract, had never spoken about them on Instagram and then lockdown came and I started talking about them. And I just couldn't believe because so many girls had them already. So it was a great way to, I suppose, show a bit of versatility in your wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so you did all of that. And then people yeah. said, my goodness, I never would have thought of matching <laughs> that with that or wearing that. And um, are there now rules uh, for the office? Now, obviously, there are people in factories and people in shops and so on. There may be uh, certain rules. But yeah. for the regular office, whether you're in tech or business or whatever you might be, are there uh, rules of dress? Yes, well, I feel like there's a line where you want to feel that you're cool and stylish, but also that you're in a corporate setting and you're a professional. So I think that was something that I felt I had learned because it is a difficult transition when you're going from college and what you'd wear in college is like a jeans and a T-shirt and trainers. And next thing you're in, your cor- you're in a corporate setting and you need, you know, your blouse, your trousers, your pumps. So stuff like this to kind of have a spin on, it, especially when I think you're a bit younger and you're starting off, it can be quite difficult. Um, so that was really my kind of goal. And I think now with smart casual, people find that very difficult. But um, yeah, what anyone, does that mean? Yeah, what does it mean? That's really, I think it turns nail in the head when it was COVID and everything went from quite formal to smart casual. But anyone listening who's doing smart casual, you just need one casual element. So if you had your blouse, your suit trousers and your pumps, you might switch out the suit trousers for a pair of jeans and then your smart casual. So I think just having one casual element of the outfit will make yeah. it smart casual. I, I remember years ago, there used to be uh, rules in the nightclubs in Dublin, you know, no yeah. jeans, absolutely no denim. Yeah. And then one night, I think Mick Jagger arrived uh, at one of the nightclubs wearing his pyjamas, it looked like. You know, yeah. There was no problem for Mick getting in. But uh, looking at men generally, they don't have the same kind of problems. I mean, a guy could be wearing the same old suit yeah. year in, year out, uh, maybe change the shirt, uh, if he's got to wear a tie, have yeah. half a dozen ties in the wardrobe and that's it. Mm-hmm. Where is it for Not women? Fair. I know. Well, I suppose it's it's a great thing for women as well that we can kind of get a bit more creative and it's a lot of fun. But guys are lazy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think for guys it can be a lot simpler, you know, shirt, tie, a pair of suit trousers, whereas, you know, it's supposed to be enjoyable and, you know, it should be a fun part of your morning getting dressed and going out ready to face the working world. Yeah. So what does Emma Noodle offer now? If I was to go on your socials, what would I find? Um, hopefully you get a few tips. Um, so I've recently been doing a bit of how to learn to dress for your body type. Um, speaking about colour, colour is really important. And these kind of things, I suppose, where you don't necessarily need to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe if you really know and niche down and understand what looks great on you and what makes you feel great. So that's kind of the angle I've been doing recently. I've been doing a bit of a wardrobe revamp series. Yeah. Um, It might be difficult sometimes to tell someone, by the way, that belly top look, um, it's not for you. (laughs) Or uh, leggings in that pattern are not for you. Yeah, I think um, it is definitely personal. You know, someone could look at my style and not be for them. But I think once you understand that there's things that, say my friend who's really tall, there's stuff that she can wear that I'm quite short, I'm five foot four, that I just couldn't pull off. So it's kind of learning what looks great on you and how to leverage that, I suppose, and bring it into your wardrobe and just have a simple wardrobe that you can bring in your trends and feel more current. But it just makes it easier, I suppose. Now, how do you source materials now? Have you relationships with various uh, suppliers and brands? So with brands, I would, well, a lot of the stuff I do is just organic content. So that's unpaid. I have complete control over the content. And then sometimes as you do this content, 
brands will come and want to be involved. But um, I would buy a lot of the stuff myself or get in touch with brands I love. And I think that the girls would love and ask them if they would be interested in working together. But um, it really just has to be, I suppose, cohesive with what you're doing organically and what you're being paid to do. Yeah, that it makes like if, if a, a chain store came along and said, we have this one wonderful uh, zebra stripe trousers. Yeah. Uh, truth is, they couldn't sell them for yeah. <laughs> for tuppence. Yeah. Uh, and we'd love you to promote those, you would say. Well, sorry. I would say sorry, no, yeah. It, well, it needs to be cohesive for the brand side as well, for them to get the benefit of it. It needs to make sense for them also. OK, so uh, you're, I, I mean, maybe I'm out of date, 280,000, maybe you're already surpassing that uh, yeah well between TikTok and Instagram so it's 155,000 on Instagram and 125,000 on TikTok now this one has come in to us uh, as a man I'm clueless about fashion can you ask Emma what does cocktail attire mean it's for a wedding in Italy especially footwear that's from Billy in Galway now he's a man cocktail attire cocktail for him attire. is just well if it's uh, did you say it was in Ireland in Galway Italy in Italy, oh, I feel for a man, kind of some sort of, I suppose, because it's not black tie, not a suit, but something dancing on the line, maybe like a nice linen shirt, a nice pair of trousers. Yeah. Have a look at some of those ads for beers and coffees and things like yeah, that. Yeah. You'll, you'll get a good idea. <laughs> but for women, that's a good question too. Yeah. What is cocktail wear? Um, if, if you're invited to a ball, does yeah. that mean a long dress or can you go knee length or mid length? I think, uh, well, a ball would probably be a bit more formal. But for cocktail, something I like to do is either shoulders or knees and then there's loads of great tools even for renting dresses I know Brown Thomas do rental and um, there's loads of great sites because I know when it's wedding season you can feel like you want to be current where you don't need a hundred cocktail dresses yeah. but I would definitely have a look at some of the rental sites for a nice yeah. dress. But cocktail does that mean not long? I would say not long yeah it depends I suppose if the fabric itself is quite casual you could probably do long but it's kind of mixing the casual could be in texture or in the length. Where do people find you online? Uh, they can find me on Instagram. It's at Emma Noodle and TikTok is at Emma Noodle as well. All right. Well, Emma Noodle, <laughs> Emma McAvoy, uh, thank you very much for joining us on the programme. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.